Hey gang, in this episode, I'm going to show you how to pass the ITIL certification in five easy steps. So if you never heard of ITIL, you probably shouldn't be listening to this episode. So hopefully you've heard of it before. And after you've listened to this episode, hopefully it makes it a lot easier for you to pass. So if you are aspiring to advance your career into the IT service space, if you get ITIL, it's kind of a crucial step, right? So the ITIL, which stands for Information Technology Infrastructure Library, is a globally recognized framework for managing all types of IT services, the most effective way, right? Um, the certifications are highly regarded across the IT industry, but passing the actual exam itself can be really hard and really challenging. If you don't prepare adequately, most likely you're going to fail this exam. But don't be scared because after I tell you these five steps, you will be good to go. These five steps are essential to help you pass the exam and have the confidence to go ahead and go get a job with this certification, right? So, of course, to pass the ITIL certification, you got to have a profound understanding of um, the ITIL framework, right? So, I would say the first step is pretty much gaining as much knowledge and having as much understanding when it comes to the actual framework. So the ITIL is a comprehensive framework that consists of a bunch of different concepts, such as uh, terminologies, uh, processes, and you need to just familiarize yourself with the ITIL lifecycle, which includes five core uh, publications or five core areas. And those areas would be service strategy, service design, service transition, service operation, and continual service improvement. Let's run through that one more time. Five places that you need to really focus on. There's going to be service strategy, service design, service transition, service operation, and service improvement on a continuous basis. You got to understand the key principles and processes and functions in each stage, right? Each stage that we just talked about, each one of those different types of services. And you also need to understand how they're working together and individually, right? So, okay, this is what this does by itself, but this is how it actually fits into the framework, right? Because as we already know, our framework is a bunch of stuff that works independently or has its own independent job, but when it comes together, it forms, you know, Voltron or just like the Power Rangers and shit. They would all get together and become one big robot. That's how a framework is built, right? So everybody becomes one. Everybody works together. Everybody feeds off one another. So if you don't hear anything, this first step, this is where you really need to focus, right? If you're trying to figure out what I'm supposed to study, what I'm supposed to do, that is is the areas that you need to be focusing on, right? So 
another thing is the next step would be studying the exam objectives, right? So just like most certifications, the ITIL has a printout, a, I wouldn't say a roadmap, but pretty much a syllabus of, okay, this is what's going to be on the exam. It doesn't have questions. The actual questions are going to be on the exam, but it does have the topics, right? And some subtopics that's going to be on there. And you need to really focus on those topics. So once you actually got the framework down, right, it's time to actually study the actual syllabus, right? So the framework is like a crucial piece, but it's kind of like the beginning. If you don't know the framework, it's kind of like, what are you even doing, right? So if I were you, um, I would just make sure I look over the syllabus because it's going to outline all the topics and concepts that are going to be covered on the actual exam. I'll review it over and over and over again until I fully understand all the concepts, all the terminologies, and can damn near give a TED talk or a dissertation on the shit that's on the syllabus, right? You got to play close attention, right? Now, this may seem simple, but if something is 30 or 40% of the exam, you need to really be paying attention to that shit, right? The stuff that doesn't weigh as much, I wouldn't pay as much attention to it, right? It's going to literally give you a breakdown of what topics hold the most weight and you need to kind of start there right start with the topics that hold the most weight first and then go to the um the other stuff because even if you don't understand the other stuff as much you can still pass the exam because you paid attention to the things that were most important right so i would create a study plan that literally aligns directly with the syllabus and just you know if you're not in a training program if you're not um, with a mentor, with a coach, or with a teacher, um, I would definitely figure, okay, how much am I really going to study? I can say, yeah, I'm going to study three hours a day, but am I really going to be studying for three hours or am I going to be fucking off for two hours and 30 minutes on my phone or watching Netflix or staring at the wall, right? You have to really be honest with yourself when it comes to that stuff. So um, that's one of the reasons why a lot of students in uh, the Zero to IT Hero program sign up and join our program for the accountability, having somebody that you go to and ask questions and get a direct answer. Somebody that's actually been where you want to go, right? Uh, so just make sure that you're in a program or have some kind of resource that is valuable and um, reliable, right? Now, uh, that's step three is finding some reliable study resources. Now, believe it or not, you know, I've been teaching so long that, you know, I've met and ran across students that, you know, it's like, oh, man, I'm glad I ran into you. Or, man, I'm glad I joined your program. Or, I'm glad I got on the coaching call because they were studying shit that was expired. Right. A lot of these technology and tech certs expired. Right. So you may be fucking studying a version of the exam that's two, three, ten years old. Right. You want to make sure that you're studying for one um for the right exam the current exam that's not expired and the material that you're using is not old and outdated okay so it's a bunch of different study resources uh, available for um the itil certification you got 
publications and courses and stuff from ITIL themselves and um, several other colleges and training and boot camps and stuff like that, right? Make sure that it is reliable. And like I said before, that it aligns with what's on the syllabus. Not a bunch of random stuff, not a bunch of stuff that's not going to matter. You need to make sure that whatever program that you're joining, whatever um, study material you're using is aligning with that uh, syllabus, right? And like I said, make sure that it is up to date, okay? Uh, Another thing I would say is just make sure that you have some kind of practice questions, you know, questions and answers and stuff that's going to stimulate or simulate, excuse me, simulate the um, actual exam, right? So you feel a little bit more comfortable um, in the exam room. So I would definitely, even if you got to do it on your own and create your own, uh, have some practice questions and have a timer just so you're used to answering questions under pressure. We're on step four. So step four is repetition, right? So I would say you need to review a lot to reinforce what you already learned, right? Um, now, I wouldn't advise, you know, eight-hour fucking um, crunch sessions or uh, studying for all through the night, the night before the exam, because believe it or not, that's going to work against you because for some reason, all of the stuff that you were cramming, that's not even going to be on the exam. And for some reason... Um, your brain is going to push out all the useful shit and all of the stuff that you didn't need to know is going to somehow stick. So um, I would strongly advise that you review, right? Put in a couple hours, but if it's a, a day or two before the exam and you still finding that you're getting most of the shit wrong, you're not remembering stuff, you probably need to hold off, right? Um, like I said, uh, maybe a quick little review before uh, the day before the exam, but if you're still literally cramming, not a good idea, man. Not a good idea. You need to literally um, be ready to go by the time you go in there. So if you still, like I said, still cramming, still getting a lot of the practice stuff wrong, uh, still getting um, just simple stuff wrong, still feel uncomfortable with the framework, yeah, you probably need to hold off on your exam. And it's a bunch of different ways that you can, you know, do repetition. Just, you know, create a study plan, revisit the topics that um, you feel uncomfortable with until you got a really good understanding. You can do flashcards. You can do cliff notes uh, just for, you know, key concepts, different terminologies or processes and just review them um, often. Right. Um, Often. Also, uh, practice just solving different types of problems and exam questions, whether scenario based problem solving, uh, multiple choice, choose one, choose three, fill in the blank, just so you feel comfortable with all different types of questions, right? Another thing I would say is, this will be my last step as you get, it's kind of goes with um, step four, is just prepare for the test itself, right? So a lot of times, if you think you're a bad test taker, if you feel that I'm just terrible at tests, I would prepare, right? Meaning that you need to maybe drive to the testing center if you're not taking it at at home, right? Figure out what that route is. So if your GPS fucks up, if 
you get nervous, uh, your hands are sweating and they slide off the damn steering wheel, that you'll be able to get to where you need to get to, right? Um, I would um, call the day before and say, hey, man, I'm supposed to take this test tomorrow. Is everything still good? Uh, I, I was told I need to bring my ID and this and this and that. Is that true? Just to make sure that anything that may increase your anxiety, anything that may increase your stress level, that that is um, over and done with, right? Um, and on top of that, when you're taking the exams, right, because by the time, you know, a day or two before the exam, you should have it pretty drilled down with what you really need to work on and um, kind of come up with a plan like, okay, this is probably what's going to be in the exam and be studying that stuff and that stuff only and just pay attention to you know the areas that you're weak in the areas that damn every time this come up i get butterflies or every time this come up i get the bubble guts every time this comes up i just get nervous and i end up second guessing myself you know you want to really be as prepared as possible and also um you know part of step five would just be kind of free yourself of the outcome of course you want to pass of course you don't want to waste your time of course you don't waste your money but you're not going to fucking die if you fail, you're not going to die. You're really not. But nobody probably even knows you're taking the fucking test. Nobody really cares um, except you, which is the only thing that matters. But just um, take that stress off of yourself. You're not, you know, taking this TV. I mean, taking this uh, test on live television with people watching you. Right. So make sure that you watch my last video and um, last podcast episode. Review this podcast by giving it five stars so i have the motivation to keep doing this shit for you guys other than that i'll see you in class